Right, hopefully this microphone is actually doing something. But I've mentioned before how um, I became pretty much an atheist at the age of seven. And I've explained how that happened. Um, now, that was essentially because a, uh, a priest very badly explained very badly what uh, Jesus Christ did for us. But by the time I was 16 or so, um, having read, you know, a lot of astronomy, a lot of physics, a lot of stuff like that, I'd started to become mostly agnostic. And by the time I was 19, I was essentially agnostic. By the time I was 25 or 26, I knew that atheism couldn't work on a purely mathematical basis. Now, I hadn't done uh, the work that I'm going to show you now, and I'm not going to take credit for this because somebody else did this. But I'd done enough uh, big picture thinking about the maths that I knew that uh, simply it didn't make sense. The, the, the way I always explain it is to think that the universe just popped out of nowhere without an intelligence behind it is roughly the equivalent if you take a rock, throw it at a mountain, and as a result of you throwing that rock at a mountain, a fully functional spaceship complete with computers inside it comes out of that action of you throwing a rock at a mountain. Theoretically, technically, there could be some kind of specific way that you throw a rock at a mountain that might make that happen. Theoretically. But in reality, we know that's zero. Okay? Now, there's a... Uh, a lady which I've known some time over the internet through a group of friends that we are. Her name is Sarah Selviander and uh, she's an astrophysicist. She's also Christian and she's awesome in um, you know the kind of stuff that she talks about. And this example came out of her Twitter. Now I'm using it with permission. Uh, I've asked her if I can uh, you know mention it. She said absolutely go ahead and use it wherever you want. Um, and I also want to plug her book. I haven't read her book. I haven't got it yet. Um, I probably will be getting it. It's just my reading time is pretty limited. The book that she's got is called The Story of the Cosmos, How the Heavens Declare the Glory of God. And I think she also has a blog. I'm not 100% sure what the address of that is. But if you just uh, Google Sarah Selviander, I'll put the link to her book and her name in the notes. So you just read the notes below the video and you can see it. And um, she did a bit of a little Twitter storm and it's a killer for atheism. Okay, if after I take you through this, you're still an atheist, basically you can't do maths. Now, I know that the millennials basically can't do maths, which is why I've got this written up here. And what I've done is I've written what a million looks like. A million is a one followed by six zeros. This is also equal to 10 to the power of six. A billion has got an extra three zeros, 10 to the power of nine. A trillion has got 12 zeros, 10 to the power of 12, and so on. Now, I'm sure most of you, even the illiterate millennials, have probably heard the atheist refrain that a million monkeys at a million typewriters would eventually type out the works of Shakespeare. And that's their excuse for how the universe came about with no intelligence, with no power, with no God, with no intent, and it all just randomly bumped together 
for so long that eventually, you know, it all happened. Uh, no. A million monkeys typing at a million typewriters for a million years wouldn't even complete a sentence. And this is the Twitter storm, which I'll put a link to the article about it on Men of the West, which explains it very well. Um, and which has all the links to Sarah's original uh, tweets. So let's start out, never mind the works of Shakespeare. Let's just start out with a writer who I frankly despised throughout my schooling years, Charles Dickens, and a sentence that starts a tale of two cities. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Let's forget the comma. That sentence, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times, including spaces, but no punctuation, has got 50 characters. Let us also say that we've got simplified typewriters, which only have the letters of the alphabet in, let's say, capitals, okay? So there is no uppercase, lowercase, there's no punctuation, there's only the letters and the space. So you only have 27 keys. Now, what are the chances that a monkey pushing those keys would type the letter I for the beginning of it? It's one out of 27. So we'll write that down. So it's one chance out of 27. What's the chance that the next letter is the T for it? Again, one times 27. So you can also write that as uh, 1 27th to the power of 2, right? Now, because there are 50 characters and spaces um, in that sentence, in order for you to get the whole sentence, the chances are 1 27th to the power of 50, which if you convert this to this sort of notation, so it's a little bit easier to, to read, it, this is um, a generous estimate. It's actually 10 to the power of 72, but we're, we're gonna round down, okay? So that equals to one chance, there's the number one, one chance out of 10 to the power of 71. That means that in order to get those 50 letters in the correct orders, okay, that's one chance in 10 to the power of 71. That's the number 10 with 71 zeros behind it. You say, well, you know, but we've got a million monkeys. All right, so let's have a million monkeys. How many is a million monkeys? 10 to the power of six. So one out of 10 to the power of 71, but you've got a million monkeys, it's now 10 to the power of 64, no, 65, sorry. Okay, with powers, you can just subtract them. So 10 to the power of 71, you've got a million monkeys, well, it's now 10 to the power of 65. How long are they gonna type? Let's say these million monkeys are gonna type at one second per letter, all right? So, uh, and let's say there's not a million monkeys. Let's say there's a billion monkeys, all right? And so, 
billion monkeys. That's a one with nine zeros. Okay. They're all typing one letter per second. There are, uh, you, you can calculate this if you want, but I'm just going to take it from the notes that I've got there. Uh, the one, one bit. There are roughly uh, power monkeys time one billion, yeah. Seconds in a year, there are roughly three point one five times ten to the power of seven. That's the number of seconds in a year. So the total key taps for a billion monkeys typing for the whole year at one letter a second is 3.15 times 10 to the power of 16. Because Set, remember, a billion, a billion is nine zeros plus seven, seven plus nine, 16. So that sounds like a lot, right? That's a billion monkeys typing for a year, right? That is still uh, only 31 and a half thousand, 31,500 trillion key taps which you'll note is very far away from 10 to the 71. So, but let's see for how long the monkeys would need to type. So, we know that roughly speaking, uh, sorry, I've just lost my place on the notes here. So that's three years of typing. Right, so a billion monkeys typing for a year. If we divide that by that number, we'll get how many years they got to type to hit that. Okay, so that would be 10 to the 71 divided by 3.15 times 10 to the power of 16. And you're left with 1.2 times 10 to the power of 55, which uh, again, still kind of sucks because again, 71, 16, 10 to the, they would have to type for, let's forget the 1.2, okay? Let's just say 10 to the power of 55. It's I'll give you a few billion years. 10 to the power 55 years, that's how many years they would have to type to, to get that. Now, that, considering that uh, the universe, as best as we know it, is only 13.8 billion, which means 13.8, okay. Is that right? 13, yeah. 13.8 billion. That's, which again, you could write as uh, 
13. So a billion monkeys typing for a year would need to would need to type uh, a billion trillion 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 lifetimes of the universe before we could expect to just get one line of the tale of two cities. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. So then Sarah said, well, what if we spread this experiment out over every possible planet in the observable universe and estimated one to the power of 21. So I'm just going to start a new thing in a different color here so that we don't get confused. So the best estimate we've got 10 to the power of, sorry, 10 to the power of 21 planets. Okay, and we've got a billion monkeys, which is 10 to the power of 9, right? So we're now going using, uh, that's the monkeys. Now, we're using a billion monkeys on 10 to the 10 with 21 zeros behind it, number of planets. And they're all typing continuously at one key per second. And that still leaves you with the unfortunate number of you've now got 10, the total number of key taps per year is, you know, if you use that many planets with that many monkeys on each, on each planet, yeah, not just total, you still and you're continuously typing, you still have to type for, uh, uh, let me just find the thing again. It will still take a trillion, trillion lifetimes of the universe to produce just one sentence. So in other words, it would take this squared a trillion, trillion lifetimes of the universe. So it's this times itself times 13.8 billion years to get just that one sentence. Are you starting to understand why there is no damn way that the universe happened by coincidence? Because we're just talking about a sentence that is, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Yeah. And by the way, somebody tried to make monkeys type on typewriters and, you know, motivate them to do so. And after about a couple of weeks, they started crapping on the typewriter keyboards. So that's not going to work either, really. But once you understand that we're just talking about it was the best of times, it was the worst of times, that level of complexity done at random would take far longer than the universe has been around by trillions of trillions of times. Yeah. And I can guarantee you that DNA, amino acids, never mind DNA, is far more complex than a simple sentence like it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. And certainly multicellular organisms such as us that can think and create videos with iPhones and somebody can actually build a damn iPhone, not me. You know, are you starting to understand why atheism is just dumb? Now, that doesn't mean that the moon is made of cheese. 
right? The moon is a planet orbiting the Earth, which orbits the sun. The sun in turn is just one of at least a trillion solar systems in just our galaxy. And there are trillions and trillions of galaxies. In fact, galaxies form clusters. And then there are superclusters of galaxies. And these superclusters of galaxies, when you look out into the night sky and you see these blobules of superclusters of galaxies, that's just one little dot. The universe is big, really big. And if you start to understand that, then you start to understand a little bit what God is like. So I hope that this, you know, little lesson in, in maths, um, I'm going to put the links to the whole thing in case you want to follow through it yourself and in case this was a bit too quick or whatever. You know, I, I wrote up there the million, billion, trillion, which I think everybody should knows that. I assume everybody knows that. I assume everybody understands the powers notation. I assume that everybody understands that when you've got one chance out of 10 to the power of 71, and you've got 10 to the power of 21 planets and 10 to the power of nine monkeys, and let's put the seconds in a year in there as well. And you got, there you go. Let's forget the 3.15, all right? To make it easier for you, we're, we're just gonna say 10 to the power of, you know what? We're not even gonna say seven. We're gonna say there's this many seconds in a year, okay? Which is obviously not correct. When you add all of these things up, you still get 10 to the power of 38. for a year of typing. And unfortunately, we've only got one chance in 10 to the power of 71, which means that we have to divide this 10 to the power of 71 by 10 to the power of 38, and that will give you the trillion trillion uh, years. So it's not, you know, you're not gonna be able to type out that one sentence never mind the entire works of Shakespeare, okay? So you're not going to invent amino acids and DNA by random chance. It isn't going to happen. And if you're interested in this sort of thing, read two books, The New Science of Life by Rupert Sheldrake and uh, The Science Delusion by Rupert Sheldrake. And that guy starts to discuss a couple of things that happen in biology and in simple things like uh, polymer, uh, no, the formation of polymers in, in certain contexts that are happen regularly that take two or three minutes. But if, we, if they were to happen randomly at the speed of light, they would take tens of thousands of years. And that's just a stupid little molecule that forms in a couple of minutes. So there is a purpose, there is a reason, there is an intelligence behind all this stuff. Because a random chance just doesn't do it. Okay? So that's a basic little lesson in maths. And then I don't know, I'll see the reactions because quite frankly, at this point, I'm wondering whether I should start people to do percentages and you know what basic set theory and what basic probability is. Because if you don't understand this stuff, if you, if you don't understand that this is as solid as a brick in your face, that's the level of reality we're dealing with here with this maths. You can't uh, grasp the concept of the moon being a planet or, or, or a satellite of, of the Earth. 
you literally, if you're incapable of understanding the basics of maths, the basics of uh, things like perspective, you know, people that keep saying, well, the moon and the sun are exactly the same size. No, you dumb shit. They're not the same size at all. The sun is huge and it's just far away. Now, when you put a thumb in front of your face and you look at something that's far away and your thumb covers a whole building, is your thumb the same size as a building? No, you moron, it's not. And if that building was a light source, you bet your ass that the light source from the edges of that building would hit your thumb and create a cone. Okay, I've explained this in the, the moon shadow videos. So if you're one of these people that's a flat earther or a moon guy that thinks the moon is made of cheese or is a lamp, I've put in the last video a link to a guy that has more patience than I will ever have and has torn down all the crazy, stupid flat earther theories, okay? Using their own their own ideas, okay? You didn't even have to invent anything. He just said, well, uh, if this is what they're saying, then this doesn't work. And if this is what they're saying, then this doesn't work. So either way, it doesn't work using their stuff. You know, it's really interesting and funny. So, but don't, don't bother coming to my channel trying to tell me that the moon is a lamp and the earth is flat. Do not bother, okay? I'm just going to wipe you out. I, I, I'm not gonna waste my time. If you're that mentally incompetent, you clearly, you know, that's like asking a dog to drive a car. There's no point. You, you're not qualified to understand anything that I talk about. So just go somewhere else, you know, go, go, go watch somebody else's videos. Don't, don't come here. I, I don't want you here. There's not going to be anything useful that you provide to the channel other than, you know, comic entertainment, perhaps for some people. And yeah, you, you're not going to get very far with me. So don't don't bother. I'm not here to argue with morons about the earth being flat. That's not going to happen. I'm here to educate a few people that haven't got a clue because they're millennials and they've not been taught and nobody explained anything to them. And I'm just here giving you some basic information. But I'm not a patient guy and I certainly don't want to discuss this stuff in any depth with somebody who really doesn't have the the capacity to to speak never mind intelligently to speak rationally about these things okay so that's that relatively short video and um, I hope you can read the the, the writing but we'll, we'll see how it goes if not I don't know maybe I'll try and do the next video a bit closer or maybe without my face in it and just the board so if um, if the reading, you know, if the writing is, is a bit crappy, my handwriting is not the best. But hopefully you can read that stuff. And if not, uh, well, let me know. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, sorry, just one last thing. When you, uh, you know, when you divide things by powers, it's, you just subtract. So, uh, where were we? We were at, for example, if you've got the billion monkeys typing for uh, every second, you know, you add them, when you divide, you subtract them. That's why that would still be, uh, sorry, I didn't finish this off. So that's one chance in that to, to get that sentence right. That's that many monkeys typing on a billion, on all the planets available, a billion monkeys on each planet. And for every second of the year, you would still need 10 to the power of 71 minus 38, whatever that is, my brain is uh, 35 is 35.
35 stillness is 2. So if I got it right, if I didn't screw it up, it's 10 to the power of 33. That's how many years the, mon the, the billion monkeys on 10 to the 21 number planets typing for every second of the year. That's how many years they would have to type for. And keep in mind that the universe is only 13.8 years times 10 to the power of 9. Yeah. So many, many times the, the life of the universe. Okay, that's it. And uh, if this bit confuses you, you can say so, right? If you don't understand powers, it's fine. Ignorance is curable as long as you're open to being educated. Arrogant stupidity, I don't know if it's curable and I don't care. You're just gonna go straight to the band deleted and you know, not, not in any way dealt with at all other than with a mass grave. A question, however dumb, if asked genuinely is generally acceptable. I mean, there is the criminal element of stupidity. There is a point of stupidity at which you're beyond help. And, you know, I, like I said, I'm not a particularly patient guy. So anyway, that's that. I hope it helps. Um, if it doesn't help, tell me. It's okay. You know, if it does help, tell me. It's okay. Because then I can sort of gauge where you are. Keep in mind that sometimes it's difficult for me to understand what the hell it is that you don't know. I mean, all of the stuff is pretty obvious. Anyway, I will put the links at the bottom so that you, you can go and see it for yourself and the link to Sarah's book. Oh, Sarah also has another brilliant topic, which is, you know, that how in the Bible it says that uh, it was all created in six days. Well, she's got an explanation for that, which is frankly really good. Um, it deals with time dilation at the Big Bang start of the universe and so on. And it, it's, it's really smart. Um, and I don't know anybody else that's come up with it. So it's a really, really good, um, good thing. All right. Uh, almost under half an hour. We have, oh, we're under half an hour. I'm, I'm getting better at this. Good night.